Hi, and welcome to Father Luke's Homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of St. Mark's for the seventh Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have learnt how it was said, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, but I say this to you, offer the wicked man no resistance. On the contrary, if anyone hits you on the right cheek, offer him the other as well. If a man takes you to law and would have your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone orders you to go one mile, go two miles with him. Give to anyone who asks, and if anyone wants to borrow, do not turn away. You have learnt how it was said, you must love your neighbour and hate your enemy, but I say this to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In this way you will be sons of your Father in heaven, for he causes his son to rise on bad men as well as good, and his reign to fall on dishonest and honest and dishonest men alike. For if you love those who love you, what right have you to claim any credit? Even the tax collectors do as much, do they not? And if you save your greetings for your brothers, are you doing anything exceptional? Even the pagans do as much, do they not? You must therefore be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The gospel is demanding. There's no getting away from that. But sometimes it seems downright impossible. Be perfect in the same way that God is perfect. It's impossible, isn't it? The English translation of this scripture verse is not particularly helpful. It can seem a little bit demoralizing. No one is perfect, right? So how can I be perfect? Everyone makes mistakes. So what's the point? The Greek translation of the text, however, gives it a more helpful nuance. It means Something along the lines of, set yourselves on the road to perfection and you will become perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Set yourselves on the road to perfection. Jesus himself gives us the road to perfection. In fact, he himself is the road. He is the way, the truth, the life. Look at another verse, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. One of the most quoted and misunderstood verses in the whole Bible. It's not uncommon to hear this phrase used as a justification for vendetta. 
amongst the godless, I might add. They did it to me so I can do it to them. It says so in the Bible. I love it when people quote the Bible to me. (laughs) And yet this law, properly understood, actually is about preventing revenge and vendettas and limiting um, responses. You see, an eye for an eye means precisely that. If someone takes your eye, you can take their eye, but only their eye. Only the precise amount of eye that they have taken from you. Otherwise, you are culpable and you will have to pay the penalty for an unjust vendetta. Now, since in the ancient world it would be almost impossible to remove precisely the same amount of eye from another person, it acted as a kind of legal deterrent because it limited retribution. It ruled out the kind of vendetta so common in the ancient world and present even in our own times. In fact, we see this pattern throughout the Old Testament. God reveals himself, shows himself to a people, and he shows them how they are to live in order to be fulfilled, in order to be fully alive, in order to be the people he has chosen them to be. But his starting point is pretty low. His starting point is pretty low. Humanity in this stage of development is not particularly good. Humans were barbaric, perhaps some of us still are, living in brutal times, times full of child sacrifice, worship of strange gods, and all kinds of immorality. This is where God was starting. He has to extract his chosen people from this messy world and introduce them to a new way of living. And so he has to do this in stages. It's a bit like teaching people the alphabet before they can read. So what Jesus does is to build on this and then teach us to read, to grow up in the faith, in the moral life. Jesus' teaching on perfection goes further, of course it does. Teaching non-retaliation. Jesus instructs his followers not to assert their rights in personal relationships, but to put others' needs first. To put others' needs first. In other words, life ain't about you. Life isn't about you. It's not about me. It's about God. It's about others. Passing laws can create difficulties. The problem with an eye for an eye, a principle that on its own was meant to limit retaliation, is that it could be invoked to justify a vindictive spirit. In fact, it has done. In the same way, an exaggerated literal reading of Jesus' instructions to give to everyone who begs and not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you, would impoverish a disciple in no time. Likewise, evil would triumph in communities where the injunction to offer the wicked man no resistance intended for personal interaction was observed slavishly. So why 
does Jesus say them? What can we make of it? Well, because they concern our personal conversion and our ability to live authentically and to preach the gospel. Because they concern our souls and our lives. The shocking images that Jesus proposes applies to the lives of individual disciples whose non-retaliation, whose extraordinary behaviour is supposed to invite the other person, the wicked person, to be startled by the presence of God in you, in me, in that person. And once they're startled to God's presence, God's kingdom bursting through, then they are opened up to being converted to a new way of living and relating as proposed by Jesus, the gospel. Now, the image is not as graphic, but Jesus' command to love one's enemy and to pray for one's persecutors constitutes the most demanding aspect of his teaching. Had someone walk out of a homily once on this part. Hope no one walks out today. The one and only motive given is that by doing so, the disciples share in their heavenly Father's way of relating to the world. In other words, to begin to do this, to begin to love your enemies, to pray for your persecutors, is to set yourselves on the road to perfection. It's easy to say, isn't it? Love your enemies. Can we do it? Will the good of the other? Jesus doesn't give us an option here. He doesn't say feel good about your enemies and wish nice thoughts. He says love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. And in that way, we're sharing in our Heavenly Father's way of relating to the world. We're living in the kingdom. Tax collectors love those who love them and Gentiles greet their brothers and sisters. There's nothing extraordinary about that. But God makes the sun rise on bad men as well as good and his rain fall on honest and dishonest men alike. We're called to be more. Now, of course, prudence is needed. Sorry, skipped a bit there. Long, 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 long night last night. Okay, God simply gives... And like like God, we need to be givers. We need a generous heart. We need to pour out our spirits, our lives in the service of others. But prudence is needed. Prudence is a gift of the Spirit. Prudence we need to pray for. Otherwise, we would suffer burnout and be deprived of what they need to live, to work and contribute to the kingdom. The wise Christian knows the twofold great commandment involves loving God with all our heart, our soul, our might, our being, and loving our neighbour as ourselves. In truth, we can only love our neighbour when we truly love ourselves. Be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. When used to describe God, the word perfect could mean mature, blameless, holy. Jesus' teachings 
point to the full implication of loving, namely coming to share in the perfection of God's life, which means constant selfless giving. By following Jesus, we set ourselves on the road to perfection. We allow his life to take root in our life. And with his grace, please God, one day, one day, we will be made perfect, blameless, holy, as we see God face to face. Amen. Hello and thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of St. Mark's in Ipswich, go to stmarksparish.org.uk. If you'd like to check out my blog, go to fatherlukegoymore.com. God bless you and see you next time.